Well, oh, oh, well, hello, oh, hi, folks, hi <laughs> oh, and welcome Spicy. to We the Peeps. This is, of course, the American Soccer Podcast in which you are going to get to know everything, not some of the things, and certainly not nothing, everything that you need to know about the men's USMNT. I'm Clayton, and I'm an artist. Hi, I'm an entrepreneur. And we love the Nats. We love them. We love the Nats. Touchdown. Asso, asso, asso. Pick six. Thank you. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Welcome in, folks, to the game recap of all game recaps. Could I be more hyped to have this discussion? What an incredibly enjoyable experience at the end of the day. All said and done. All told, in retrospect, what a lovely (laughs) USMNT game to watch. Ty, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. That was was, uh, quite an experience. Oh, man. There were were twists, turns shoots 360s this game had water slide of fun this game had everything it was like it was like the x games man (laughs) there's no boredom sean Uh, white made his debut (laughs) (laughs) sean white just won his first three gold medals at the x games before he was 20 do they do medals at the X Games? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, blast been a while. Been a while. I have no idea. Uh, anyways, this game had it what all. What kind it of had stoner ups. are you, dude? Come on. <laughs> Not good enough. It had ups. It had downs. It had twists and turns. It was USA versus Panama. Uh, second youngest roster ever. Uh, second youngest starting lineup ever. What, a, what an enjoyable time. First, though, before we can even get to that, we have some good news. And we have some housekeeping. The good news and the housekeeping are one and the same. It is two brand new ratified peeps. I'm going to change the name of this, this, uh, the, the, what it's called, the, the, the campaign or whatever the FARC it is. Uh, <clears throat> right now it says legitimate peeps, but I realized in recording last episode, you are all legitimate peeps, okay? So from now on, when you That's when true. you I when you pledge, when you said that. it was a little bit. It was, and I got a lot of a, a lot of kickback from the from the Twitter world. Just kidding. Uh, no one no one's paying attention. Also kidding. <laughs> Some people are paying attention. It's you guys. <laughs> it's the peeps. Uh, if you contribute five dollar five dollar. In other words, one millions of dollars in Jurgen Bucks, you will become a ratified peep. You will ratify your peep status for, for uh, once and for all. God, I like that. I like that. Uh, and like, it's, like a colony. Exactly. Signing the declaration. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and, and we have I'm two. I'm with these guys. You say, yeah, I'm with these guys for sure this time. You knew it. That was, I've been here. I've been here. But now, it's, now I'm with these guys. And, uh, and we've got two new ratified peeps today. Congratulations to Calvin Berger. Cow, 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 cow. Ow, ow, ow. Cow, cow, cow. Calvin Berger and Adam Ulrich or Ulrich. Ulrich. Oh, one of those. We love you guys. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. Genuine. Heartfelt uh, thank you. Genuine to, heartfelt to thanks. being a part of this. It's amazing. Thank you so much. 
It's really incredible, and it does make a huge difference. Um, Calvin Berger says, Love listening to y'all. One of my favorite memories is walking around Barcelona during the 2018 World Cup while listening to no. all your podcasts. No. Thanks oh my for God. all the great that work. Calvin, you're a dream come true. Uh, you're a ratified peep now, and, and, and we love you genuinely from the bottom of our hearts in a non-weird way. We, we have love for you, which there's a, a German word for. Um, <laughs> and also so Joaquin do that, <laughs> <Joaquin>. <laughs> that uh, patreon.com forward slash WTP pod it really does make a difference it really helps us out a lot follow us on Twitter at WTP pod if you want to chop it up um, we've been we've we've been uh, we've been on there we've been hanging out on there I, I even you know got in there this weekend so no, of it's, course it's, of course the the German word for uh, a love of that nature is Behalta <laughs> I have love for you. I don't, I'm, I'm not in love with you, but I have love for you. You know, uh, ich bin ein Behalter. <laughs> there's, oh, we might have to cut this, but there's, there's, a, there's a meme for, for when uh, Biden got elected that someone's like, what's the, what's the word for uh, relief with no joy? Uh, Bidenfreude. Look, politics aside, that's a funny joke. Um, you know, yeah. we support as Wherever you're at, as these young men do. It doesn't matter who you voted for. We we support all uh, Americans. You know, we we really do, and it's a, it's about coming together. So politics aside, that's just a funny funny joke. Uh, folks, do that on Twitter at WTP Pod. Any other housekeeping? Oh yeah, of course. Tell a friend because this shit's getting good. Uh, I think that's it. Let's do this thing. And on housekeeping. <laughs> Guys, 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 this game, this game had it all. And it starts, it starts with a lineup. That's the only way you can start a game recap. So I'm going to start it out with a couple of gloves because you know what? There were two gloves uh, actually to hand out. The the origin of the two gloves joke is having two games in a camp (laughs) and who gets and splitting the gloves. In this case, indeed, both gloves go to Zach Steffen. Uh, Get in there. We need some continuity. And then we're going to have uh, Matt Miazga and Tim Ream looking like Diego Forlan out there uh, with his long hair. Loving it. Love it, guy. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the U.S. Perfect video. comp. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think of it. He looks Fantastic. so much like him. Uh, he, that's a great look for you, Tim Ream. Way, I like you way more. I would have liked you way more this whole time if you had the long hair. We're going to have on the right, let's go bring it back to Gold Cup, Reggie. <laughs> Cannon, the cannon. You know him, you love the him. The right back, formerly known as <laughs> Reggie Cannon. Uh, we've got, of course, left back, Serginio Dest. Oh, of course. You know him, you love him. First name on the team sheet. Holy shiza. Destalona. De- <laughs> Destino. Serginio Destino. Destino. Get in, buddy. Get in, my guy. Uh, Serginio Gaucho out there. Let's get lit right now. We're going to have continuity again in the center of midfield. Tyler Adams, Weston McKenney, and Eunice know him. Eunice love him. Eunice Musa, come on now. Uh, left winger, we've got, I think yes. it was Gio Reyna on the left. Might have been, yeah, was, yeah. yeah most Gio, of the game. Uli on the right there. Okay. And of course, uh, an actual okay. number nine. Fantastic. C- congrats to you. Welcome on in, Nicholas Gioacchini. One syllable name, five syllable name. Not sure. We got it all. Not sure. 
Uh, folks, this game was uh, a little slow in the first seven minutes. When I say I ha- it had it all, it also had some boredom. Not gonna lie, first first seven to ten, a little slow to slow to like, start. Like slow the on Lord the of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> It's a masterpiece. Couple, it can't be a exciting. masterpiece. It's like it's gotta Princess have some Mononoke. Slow. <laughs> right. It's not a not a masterpiece without some sl- some some silence in there. A little bit of silence right. the first ten minutes, and then uh, we needed we we needed a little bit of a a shot to the gut, and we got it from uh, what's his face? Oh, Fajardo, ninth minute. Uh, goal of his life, it looked it's like. A boy. Really, it's a boy. Really emotional moment for him, genuinely. Uh, it seemed <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah. I, know, I mean, that, that's exactly what I would do. I can't blame him. If I, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Scored in. Banged scored one in for the Nets. For your nation? Are you kidding me? I'm, t- I'm, I'm broken up about that. My childhood dream is to score in an empty stadium in Neustadt. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was so like, crazy to me was it, there was such like low emotion uh coming into this game and he scores and it just really it really looked like the moment of his life so i, I and congrats dude you deserve it well, congrats um beautiful so the u.s woke up after that and we got a uh a nice little turnover from weston mckenney which turned into a, a Eunice musa dribs on dribs dribs on dribs uh earned a free kick which geo reina sauce sauce legend sauce Welcome to oh, history, Gio. Giovanna Reina. Giovan, Giovanni Raynor. Giochini Sorry, what's Raynor. that guy's name? <laughs> this is Giovanni going off the rails fast. Here He's we go. He's in there uh, on his way to the Mount Rushmore of USMNT players. Gio Reina did the thing. 18th minute. Prepare first the ever. chisel. Prepare the chisel. <laughs> and then it's not the fastest hat trick of all time. It's but it's the fastest sequence. Just kidding. That's a that's a that's a callback. It's the, yeah, uh, Giochini gets a goal <laughs> off of a uh, the sort fastest of fastest series of three goals by one player. Not the fastest three goals. <laughs> it was a corner kick, uh, which ultimately. Uh, oh no, it wasn't. This was this was a Uliana shot, a nice little Uliana shot that he should get the assist for this. I hate that that players don't get the assist when the save happens. And, right, right. I agree. But, but Giochini, totally slots this one home, right place, right time. That's all we need. That's all we needed. Or the just, the keeper should get an own assist. <laughs> yeah, minus one. Wait, why why does that not exist? Why does an own, own assist? assist. Not, why is that not a stat well, when you cough it up and well, then they hit it? First time. Well, I mean, yeah. XG seems a lot harder to calculate than that. That was an own assist by Panama. Own assist. So Gio Akini we're, gets We're the making goal it happen. Here. It's a thing now, everybody. <laughs> and then just a few <laughs> minutes later, just a few minutes later, it was a corner kick, which um, kind of bounced around. Matt Miazga... Uh, so what happened was the corner kick bounces around. It comes back out to Tyler Adams, who's sort of sweeping, you know? And Weston McKenney goes Crowling. streaking out to the left. They make eye contact... And in that moment, their souls the, connect. Their, their, souls connect <laughs> their brain synapses align. And, and Tyler, uh, speaking of weird statistics, collects a few more packing stats for his collection uh, and, and slots Weston in. Oh, yeah. Weston chips this one over. Matt Miazga, because it's a corner, is way up there, knocks it back in. Gio Akini once again. Right place, right time. My guy. My guy. Uh, so we'd be three one going into halftime, um, and after that it was you know the rest of that half was a pretty solid U.S. showing, but no more goals. Halftime comes along, okay, and this young team, these baby Nats, 
got CONCACAF for the first time in some of their lives. They got to see what CONCACAFing really means. And I was so proud of Panama for bringing it, honestly, and I genuinely mean that, for bringing it all the way to Europe and CONCACAFing our young boys uh, as they should. And as you can take the team out of CONCACAF, you can't take the CONCACAF. You cannot. It was fouls. It was frustrating. It was terrifying to see Tyler Adams in there, the injury prone. It was, uh, there there was (laughs) emotions flying around. There was yellow cards. This ref at one point threatened a yellow card, (laughs) but didn't do it. (laughs) It's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. So lit. Uh, I've never amazing. seen that on a soccer field I've never before. seen that in my life. Amazing ref skills. Because what else is he going to do? Me, bro. He's like, I don't want to give a red card in this it's like game. It's like me with my kids, you know. I like, <laughs> I'll do it. I, I like pick it. up the box of Legos. I will take this box of Legos. <laughs> but you're never going to take the box of Legos. These kids are too cute. Uh, and that's true for this team, too. Um, and then, in true CONCACAF fashion, 3-1 turned to 2-3. When Fajardo gets another goal, offsides might be might have been offsides, but uh, give it to him. And this is what happens, okay? Into the to the USMNT time and time again, we have a lead, a good lead, and then we get Concacaf, and then somehow this turns into a draw or a loss. That's the script. But what would occur in the final ten minutes of this game is a rewriting of history and a brand new destiny for our future. Folks, Sebastian, many subs, many subs. Let me just list them super quick. Many, How many, many Sebastians many do we have on Sebastian's the Sebastian's on. <laughs> Sebastian's on. Tim's on the field with Tim. It's all the Tims and all the Sebastians. We out here. Let's do this thing. Uh, no, but seriously, who was it? So it was Chris Richards comes in. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, Johnny Cardoso for Tyler Adams. Thank God. Oh protect God. that man. Sebastian Legette for Eunice Musa. Also, protect that man. Respect his club. Uh, Richie Ledesma. It's your boy comes in for Gio Reyna and Sebastian Soto and Tim Wayat saw the field and Uli was getting beat up as hell. So I was happy to see that as well. Um, and then there were three incredible goals for all different reasons. Um, it was two incredible assists from Richie Ledesma, just laser beams. It was two on-the-spot dimes. It was two on-the-spot finishes from Sebastian Soto. There's something about this dude in the U.S. jersey where he just goes, he doesn't look that good, but he scores, man. He he can score. He's got it in him. Um, and I'm it's so the I was Thomas so glad Muller to see that. effect. It is the Muller effect. <laughs> it's like that. He's not fast. He's not good at dribbling. <laughs> but Golasos everywhere, all day. Golasos. It was a, one of them was a total as as a, what's his face said an optical illusion. <laughs> Somehow yep. squeaks yep. in. Didn't even look like it, especially with the no celebrations. And uh, and and not to mention that Sebastian Legette got one as well, uh, assist from Reggie Cannon. Shouts to the, shouts to the base god Reggie Cannon. So this one would end six to two. It could have gone way different, but it went the way it did, and it felt pretty good. Ty, what were your first impressions? So we got to see a performance against Wales, where the U.S. had all of the play, control of the match was moving the ball with speed and precision, but wasn't able to convert that to end product. And we wondered, what would happen to this system if you actually had a real number nine playing uh, from the start? And we got to see what happens, which was very productive. So it was really encouraging to see the the two different flurries of offense that uh, we saw. 
uh, where the strong possession game of the U.S. was converted well uh, by both Gioacchini and Soto into production. And so uh, that's really what I was hoping to see going into this was just a an explosion of, you know, offense against a, you know, fairly weak team uh, in a circumstance where they're not going to be playing their best. They're not well drilled. They're not organized. It's going to be a much, much different story when the U.S. goes to Panama, potentially in a World Cup qualifier. Uh, that is not going to be a defense that looks this uh, shaky, so I wouldn't you know, get our hopes up too much about that. Um, but there were obviously some issues. There was uh, some some defensive lapses here and there, some issues playing to the whistle on the second goal where the entire U.S. defense was standing around hoping for offside. And um, so I think, you know, clearly some things to work on. It's a, it's a rough draft. It's a uh, friendly, but it was a good stepping stone, I think, on the way to something really positive that, that we're building. And it, it's clear that this team is, is starting to come together. There's something here. And it's really exciting to see how it develops. Oh, baby. It is. I think uh, I, I did have a slightly different read of this. I didn't think that the U.S. had as strong possession in this game. There was really long stretches true. where yeah, they didn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was streaky. It was, it was, it was streaky. less consistent. Yeah. And, and I think Matt Miazga, unfortunately, I love him, but, but he was at fault for a lot of that. He just lacks confidence. I don't know what the deal is, man. Red Bull's Miazga. He was rough. Red Bull's Miazga was like, would have been right in this group. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. what's going on with this guy. I would have liked to see more more Chris Richards. That was me too. Players. Me too. Uh, he looked good for the minutes that we got to enjoy. He, yeah, he looks amazing, actually. Um, in fact, launched one of those goals. Uh, the the goal that was just like the longest spell. I, f- I forget which Soto goal it was. I think it was the optical illusion. But one of them was yeah. basically started by Chris Richards. <laughs> the mystical the mystical the, the goal Schrodinger's that, goal <laughs> <laughs> Jedi mind trick. The, he, Chris Richards launches the attack by dribbling by dribbling around one of the strikers all oh, just about looking like he's going to lose the ball it's very Chris, so Richards, Chris Richards and it's not something we're seeing from any any of our center backs um right. very exciting and that launched a, a a fascinating and bizarre spell of possession which included by the way someone maybe a McKenney shot that was blocked by Sebastian Legette if you recall accidentally blocked was going in weird um, i don't remember guys but- Peep the highlights or something. Go, go, pull back the scan team. it, scan it, was, it frame it by frame like the Zapruder film. But then it was like a it was it was a Richie Ledesma <laughs> and Tim Weah like like yeah breaking ankles, bending knees, ballerina moves uh, for for an impossibly long amount of time, just doing circles around these like outmatched defenders, uh, and it led to a goal. So um, I, I said that whole thing because. That those were the most important moments to me. That there were these. The, I didn't think the possession was that good, but there were these really incredible moments from this team that showed goals the likes of which we've never seen. There were two set piece goals here. Totally. There were yep. two goals from the run of play, and there were two goals from Geigen pressing. This is a di- uh, this is a new U.S. team. Nice, totally new nice U.S. Nice analysis. Team. Um and. and the the other thing that's new about this was what I mentioned in the recap is the 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 script was flipped. Yes, they're they're way uh, 
overqualified for this for this game, our our USMNT. However, to get CONCACAF and then to fight back not through a weird set piece and basically reverse reverse CONCACAFing uh, by trying hard, but by elegantly uh, like weaseling your way around and and doing these like fancy fancy things. Uh, is a new USMNT. That's a new look USMNT to me. Yes, perfect. So yeah, I want to talk about this. The what's the response to the Concacafing? Well, why don't we why don't we back up and t- and talk about the Concacafing? So what are what we talking about? What is Concacafing? Well, when when the US plays in particularly qualifying, but also the Gold Cup, and we're playing these you know mid tier uh, Central American nations we tend to play kind of down to the level of the opponent. And that's, I don't mean that in like an insulting way. I just mean that typically, you know, the club situations of the U.S. players, like the U.S. players are generally considered better, uh, more talented players, but they look pretty much the same, if not much worse, when we play uh, a lot of these, these countries, in particular on the road. And a big part of why that is, is that the CONCACAF, countries are much more willing to play the mental game, play the physical game, play a little bit dirty at times, do things while the ref's not looking, uh, presumably make comments and, and dig, an, dig an elbow in on a corner. And the U.S. has, has frequently been uh, a little too, too nice and too soft, too, too sporting in a way in, in some of these moments. And this is a, a it, it's a it's a particular challenge for this generation because this generation's not growing up you know much in the U.S. This is a generation that's really growing up and developing in Europe, where you have good referees and you have good fields, and uh, there's there's a, it's it's not as chippy, it's not as as rough. So it's a fear that that this generation, as talented as it is, was going to go down to you know San Pedro Sula. And and be horrible because they they just can't handle that kind of extra aspect to the game. Even even outside of the game, the experience of landing in an airport and coming out of the airport and getting like shit thrown at you, and then yeah, going yeah, to the not, hotel and having people play about, music outside the hotel. Yeah, we're not talking about having like random trash or objects. We're talking about feces. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> feces. Yeah. No. You know, it's and that that's an extreme example, but like these kind of things happen, and they when they're in the bus on the way to the stadium, that's not a pleasant experience. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it, it feels like you're in a war zone almost, and uh, you know that that's that's real. That that really will will affect you. So that's a big concern to me about this generation. Yeah. It's something that uh, that we need to see how they address. But one one thing that you know what you mentioned kind of triggers for me is like we can always run faster right like even even when the field is is bumpy you know maybe it's a little harder to to play the ball precisely but our uh movement our aggression our mindset can still be the same right and we can still kind of run shadows and have that speed of thought going around the game that that should just leave these other these teams like you know on their backs right yeah. 
Yeah, we can. And it's difficult. It, it has to come from both places. There's no amount of elegance on the field that can negate CONCACAFing. Like, it's an effective tactic, and it's worked. It doesn't just... We call it CONCACAFing because of where we're from, but it works all around the world, and, and right, teams right. do this, and it works. It really works. Um, so... At the end of the day, there it had there. The, yes, you can have you know you can make the right runs. You can open up space, which I thought the U.S. did. I, I didn't, you know. I, I thought it wasn't just uh, having a real quote unquote number nine. It was that that, but it, but it was also uh, the the wingers making a lot of a lot more overlapping runs. You know, it was it was generally more um, more dynamic. Uh, it was less checking to the ball. And that stuff is mm-hmm. going to work. That's important. And like you said, speed is speed. End of story. Um, but you have to have a certain swag to you. You have to have a certain grit to win. And I think the U.S. has managed to win with um, unelegant grit in the past, which I respect. Right. I have right. loved exactly. the Alexi Lawless uh, school of thought. And, and it has been great. And I'm a U.S. fan no matter what. But this version of grit is way cooler i think uh well the the way i'm kind of looking at it is like in the past we've tried to to out concacaf the concacaf opponents yeah in that we've we've tried to get chippier get more aggressive get nastier you know as jurgen used was was so fond of saying like you know throw the first elbow don't don't let them bully you you bully them you know send jermaine jones out there to you know knock people on the back yeah and that's 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 a thing. I, I I like that. But I'm thinking how how much better could it be if we go actually no, we're just going to do our thing even better. And you, you can't answer it. So it's yeah. like yeah, you can you can knock us on the ground, but we're going to get up and we're going to keep doing our thing and we're going to do it until we score 3 4 5 goals. And it's like that that's that's a really unique approach to solving this problem. <laughs> Cuz I don't know if Gio Reyna is necessarily going to you know, wake up and be able to like brawl with Roman Torres. You know, that's not really, I don't, I don't know if that's really the right approach for this generation. It's more that this generation maybe needs to have, yeah, like you said, like the swag of their, their skill, like, you know, being super confident in who they are, embracing who they are and just out, outperforming, out uh, thinking the opponent instead of, you know, going to that level of, of the, you know, chippiness. Mm-hmm. So who's someone in this game? They had everything. Uh, it had everything. Who's someone in this game who surprised you from the Nats? We we got to see a lot of fresh faces, a lot of baby, a lot of not very little shaving occurring. Uh, who who, yeah. was, who gave you who gave you a little bit of a showed you something you you maybe didn't think you'd see? I don't know. I think this game. I I feel like most of what we saw was what I was hoping to see or was expecting. Um, but I think from the camp overall, the biggest surprise to me is Musa. Yeah. Where he comes in and looks like a starter. I mean, we thought we thought that he was kind of coming in as like one of a group, like along with Yanez and Wea as like the, you know, potential exciting attackers. But he has something really special. He's got his his speed of thought is amazing his technique is amazing his work rate is great he pops up all over the field you you see him almost like splitting the center backs at times in this game playing kind of like a i guess like an eight but it it was like 
it was sort of like he and Weston were both playing the eight, maybe. So they were they were kind of pivoting with with Tyler behind them. But Musa would like drop deep, get the ball, burst into midfield, find a pass. Um, he he has a lot of tools, and he seems like he fits in really well with what Berhalter's trying to do. So I, I think we really uncovered a gem with him, and it's a it's a credit to the coaching staff because it's the kind of player that you know I think most even hardcore fans really didn't understand the U.S. connection or, or hadn't considered that it might be a possibility that he would play for us. And I think based on this camp and what he showed, we'd definitely be in. So now the question is just how did he feel? How did What was the experience he had? And you'd think that like being in a group like this with so many young, talented players who are playing at a really high level, like you know, even higher than where he's at, that has to rub off. And, you know, just, just being in a team with guys from Bayern, Juventus, Barcelona, you know, even Pulisic not being here at Chelsea, um, I think, I think that, that matters. And if I was him, I would, I would really think the U.S. is a strong candidate uh, ahead of his other options. You know, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned England uh, last ep, and, and I had maybe overlooked England's talent. They're, they're, you know, pretty exciting over there, but, and I don't know how their recent games have gone. I think they didn't go well uh, recently. They yeah. lost, they surprisingly lost uh, recently, yeah. but anyways, it's a tough choice. Can you remind the peeps how it works? Uh, does he, is he a one-time switch situation or is he, can he just I... shop around and do friendlies everywhere? I forget to be honest what the cri- what the scenario is for the one time switch. Actually, I, I think it's it's the friendlies. No, that's not it. I forget. Sometimes sometimes you need the switch. I I haven't heard that in his case, so I think he's a shop around kind of guy. Okay. Where he would not need the switch to appear for uh, in a friendly. It might be. Is it a youth team competitive match? No, I don't. It, yeah, that sounds about right. Something like that. Something like. Uh, that. But I haven't heard that in his case. But I think it's you know maybe maybe he'll shop around maybe he'll maybe he'll go to England something like that. But the the thing is with the other teams like we're getting into the time of the year where uh, it'll be probably mostly competitive matches um, from here just because of the backlog of all of the, yeah. the schedule. So, so like if he goes to England, he'll be going for a competitive match. So it's like yeah, it's it's probably it's probably time to make a choice. And and he's he's breaking through in La Liga. It looks like he's he's going to be a solid you know squad player um at his club this year so it'll you know it'll, it, it'll be a choice soon, i think yeah and to piggyback on your surprise with him i was it's i was surprised to see what i can perceive to be genuine um investment in the result of these games you know like he, he the way he was playing doesn't look like someone who doesn't care about the crest or who doesn't care, you know? No, know. no, that, not at all. Not it, at all. And I, I, I can't read the man's mind. It's very difficult for me to decepher what his the internal... Boy, the boy's mind. I can't read <laughs> children's minds. But, <laughs> not uh, a child psychologist. You know, when you see Sergio Dest, 85th minute, streaking down the left side, getting, his, getting fouled and fouled again, and, and coming back and coming back and coming back again... You know, this dude's a fucking gnat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care totally. how it came about. Totally. This dude is a gnat. And, uh, you know, I'm getting some of those same vibes from Yunus Musa. Um, by the way, another major factor for these kids who, are, who maybe have a couple choices, maybe a bigger factor than 
than you and I realize is the World Cup in America, 2026. If you're 17 right now, Ooh. 17 to 21, Great point. and you have the opportunity to peak in an enormous World Cup at the home country, in the home, and as part of the home nation, and it's America, yep. it's not Qatar, I mean, that's yep. pretty sweet. That's Dest on record as saying that that was part of his decision. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, because you're talking global superstar potential. Yep. Like the the like you know, in a theoretical world where the US does well at that World Cup, whoever the best player is, is going to be instantly a top US celebrity. Just yep. because this is just the nature of how the US works with with soccer. It's like it's like the Olympics, you know, nobody nobody gives a shit about swimming, but Michael Phelps comes up big, you know, <laughs> Every four years, and you're, and, you're hanging out with LeBron. And he's a guy. That. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like, you're, you don't, you're you don't, you don't go to the. Yeah. yeah, you don't cr- literally. You don't crash out in the quarters with England and then hang out with LeBron. It's not. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> uh, Good so, point. So Good point. you know, here's here's to hoping. I hope the I hope the guy sticks with us. Uh, yeah. Folks, it's it's getting late here on the East Coast, uh, so so we're 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 gonna wrap it up kind of soonish. Um, but Ty, what do you want to leave the people with? It's gonna be some time. We think there's gonna be a December camp. Um, I, I actually, I'm gonna let me go first, and you you think about what you want to leave the people with. Mm-hmm. There, there's we think there's gonna be a December camp. We don't know. We think there's gonna be uh, you know competitive games next year, but we don't know. Um, so soak this in. Watch it again if you can. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter at WTP pod, hang out with us, talk about it, soak it in. It was a really, really uh, special moment, I think, for a lot of these guys and could potentially be a special moment in USMNT history looking back. You know, when you think about like if you could watch a game, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this team or these guys. But what if you could watch a game with with uh, uh, Claudio Reyna, Landon Donovan and Demarcus Beasley? And let's say, let's throw in there Tab um, Ramos and, and Tab Ramos. What if you could watch a game with all of them and three of them getting their first cap? You yes. know what I mean? That would be a That might have been game. what you just saw. Yeah. It could have exactly. been. It could have been. We don't know. We'll see. But it there could have been. been four legends, you know, on the field. And the, um, one of the and most. We, wouldn't, we don't know. We don't know. That's, and that's one of the most enjoyable parts about this is we don't know. Tim Weah looks pretty good again. Suddenly, you know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe he's the guy. All of a sudden, Weston McKenney between Tyler Adams and Pulisic is looks like the captain of the future captain of this team, this camp. You know what I mean? We never could have guessed that. So just just buckle in. Watch this. Watch watch this team grow. It's going to be exciting. The moment I wanted to to leave us with is I don't know if you caught this on YouTube, but U.S. soccer is posting full length uh, press conference interviews immediately after they occur. Thank you, U.S. Soccer. We really appreciate that. It, it means a lot uh, to the to the viewing public that you are investing in your YouTube channel. Richie Ledesma. First of all, Reggie Cannon's interview. Some of these are must-watch TV. Skip Zach Steffens. Can't he's the man is as boring as a sack of bricks. Skip it. <laughs> I love that guy, but skip that interview. Uh, Reggie Cannon is a, is an absolute. Uh, blessing this man is he's the he's the new uh what's his face he's the new uh failed la galaxy striker chicharito he's the new cheech he's the new cheech he's, he's the new chicharito he's so and when it comes to media 
this man is ready. He, <laughs> he's ready. One of the one of the reporters was like, you know, just by um, sort of reflexively said the words thank you at the end of his question. Thank you for thank you for your time. And Reggie goes, you know, you know what, man, it's no problem. I love doing these. I love doing these. <laughs> Can you Reggie? He's a we charmer. Love, we he's, love Reggie. He's an incredibly sweet person. I'm coming to realize, uh, and I, you know, so so that was enjoyable. That my must watch is Richie Ledesma's interview. In the past month, Richie Ledesma has started for his team in Europe. He's now gotten a call up, and he's in this interview on his way to get his first cap and his first two assists for the national team. And the whole thing is incredible just to see, one, to see how genuinely he answers the questions. He's not yet media trained. So he was talking about, he was saying mm-hmm. things that you never hear from players. For instance, that they were like, does it make you feel more comfortable that a lot of that under 20 team is here with you? And he was like, yeah, definitely. Like, we all pass to each other in training. Good Regina Ledesma. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. They, they, we, they never talk about those soccer player politics. Um, stuff like that. He, right, he dropped right, a couple right. gems, yeah. but the moment at the end of that interview, when asked what this means to him and his family, is incredible. And he's he's on the verge of tears, just explaining. I we had I cannot believe that this is happening, and I'm just trying to seize the moment. And it's so beautiful. Damn, it's so All right. beautiful. The I'll be queuing that up tonight. Ugh. Uh, yeah. This was this was great. It it was it was nuts. We waited for so long. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately hoping that nobody gets sick, and it, it is, it was kind of a bad time ultimately in in this pandemic uh, timeline to be to be doing something like this. But I just hope it works out and that everybody's fine, and we we got to enjoy our our team again. It's a, it's a blessing and uh, something that just you know brightens my my quarantine a little bit. Uh, and the thing one one thing that struck me in this game. That like is almost you know always the case with the national team, but just what was really poignant to me in this game was the the diversity of the team in terms of background, life experience, and they mentioned uh, the Panama coach uh, I forget his name Christensen I think who is Danish. He's they said he's Danish. He played for the, for Spain, and he was the top scorer in the Bundesliga. In one year, and now he manages Panama, and I was like, "What a game this is that connects all these people from all these different places who had all these different incredible, uh, you know, periods of time in different places." And I think the U.S. team completely exemplifies that in in the way that the U.S. always does. You've got uh, Chilean Americans, Mexican Americans, uh, um, you have uh, Polish Americans, you have whatever geo is at this point <laughs> grows oh, up God. in england <laughs> you know par- mixed mixed heritage like you have the children of uh of servicemen uh you have you know people who are maybe fringe you know like Yunus musa his his mom was in new york on vacation he's playing for the us national team it's like the the range of paths to this team is it's so beautiful to me and so special that like all these different cultures contribute to something that we can all enjoy. And I think, you know, obviously, especially at a a very heated time in American history, it's just awesome to have something that has the U S 
on it. You know, <laughs> they they have all this uh, garb now that just says states. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. I like this states. Well, it's and tight, it's just, dude, because if you go anywhere other than America that you know what they call this place, the states, it's the states. That's right. That's right. And it's it's just, you know, it helps you to be to feel proud of America in a very uncomplicated uh, way. And and to see an example of how America was constructed, like all these different people from all these different walks of life coming together to do something special. I think the team truly exemplifies that. And I, I it just struck me watching this game, all these kids coming together from all over and uh, trying to make something great together. And they're they're doing a good job so far. I'm very proud. Uh, and I think nothing exemplifies the the spirit of diversity on the U.S. men's national team like McKenney doing the Italian hand gesture. Oh yes! Thank you for bringing that up. Failed pass. <laughs> so it's like he's in he's in Italy for thirty minutes. I remember being that way when I was twelve. Yeah, when and you I was went to Venice sponge. on vacation. <laughs> That's that's what happens to children. As we become adults, we lose the ability to soak it in in that way. He's, that was he's a doing hilarious the, uh, moment. The Simpsons uh, pasta pizza chef guy. It's like, yeah, 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 right, exactly. The the guy with a thick Italian accent, and it's like, yeah. it's like, do you speak we, Italian? And he doesn't. He's just that's just he just speaks. No, with he an says, accent. yeah, he says something. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I want to do it it's, on the air. Yeah. I think we'll let the Simpsons <laughs> take that risk. Uh, yeah, it's all exactly. good over here. But anyway, it was it was so fun. And you're right, right? That that not only is it, um, you know people from all around the world coming to become American, which is beautiful, but it's also Americans going to become world citizens, right? Which is equally as beautiful That's right. and, That's and right. equally as important. Um, and but bringing an Americanness yeah. to, to other places that that's good. You know, we, we believe that Americanness is and should be a positive and that we should go into other places and actually contribute to making them better. You know, and I know that the history of our country includes lots of examples of, of you know, both sides of, of that particular coin. Um, but it, it's something that that I believe in. And it, it's it, it's very inspirational uh, to see our country progressing in that manner. Uh, and they all they all represented America very well uh, at this uh, complicated and difficult time. So I'm, I'm grateful that they um that they that they did it and that they you know it, it to some extent uh, put some risk uh, accepted some risk in order to uh, represent the country as well well folks i uh, couldn't leave you on anything better than that ty it's a pleasure it's a joy and a pleasure to be privy to to the way you think it's amazing um hey listen i i don't usually do this but i thought of the i likes before this episode <laughs> I, before we record, usually I stand here and stutter for 30 minutes and then edit it out. I like buttons, okay? You can put them on. I like buttons. You put them on your clothing. They fall off. You get another one, and, and you put that on your clothing. You know what I mean? Boom. Buttons are amazing. Problem solved. You know what else I like? Buttons. As in, oh, oh fuck, I forgot it. God damn it. Computer Wait. buttons? Uh. Yes, computer buttons. 
All kinds of buttons. Buttons you can press. Buttons you can do things with. Buttons on remote controls. Buttons all over the place. And you know what else I like, Ty? Buttons. As in... Oh dramatic, my. as in dramatic buttons, as in what Kramer does just before he leaves stage. One more, and then he goes off stage. That's called a button, folks. I like buttons. Button mushrooms? <laughs> it's so dumb that, that I thought of that and was like, oh, I got to use that. Uh, so fucking dumb. That's my life. But yeah. I don't love any of that shit as much as I love, 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 love the Nats. Let's go, boys. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Allora. Allora. A pizza. <laughs> a pizza. But no, I'm a spicy meatball. <laughs> uh, the guy goes. The guy goes. I don't speak English. I speak. I don't speak Italian. I speak a broken English. <laughs> Oh, so stupid. All right. I'm stopping this. Conan, why did you think of that stupid joke? (laughs) Speak of broken English.